Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And it's the end of the month, first end of the month of the year, which means first stories of high strangeness of the year. Yeah, and I know that I've been saying, oh, like alien encounters in February. I swear to God, when I was trying to find these stories for today's episode, everything that like seemed interesting that I would cl- click on ended up being some sort of like alien. I'm like, no, I have to try and save it for February. No, okay, chill out, stop. So you've been saying this, right? You've been like, oh, February aliens. Dude, literally the entire fucking month of January has been fucking aliens. What are you talking about? I was literally going <laughs> back, like thinking about everybody that we talked to. We talked to we talked to Chris. Chris was talking about UFOs. We talked to uh um Tito. huh? We talked to Tito. And I'm we I'm pretty sure we brought up aliens with Tito too. Oh. And then we talked to Tom and Tom also was heavily alien, a heavily alien was episode. He? Yes, dude. Okay. Dude, well, yeah. Okay. So, and no, and it's funny because like, I remember listening to the episodes and, and all that stuff. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, I didn't. And then I remember you mentioning that, that you wanted February to be like an alien heavy month. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then I was like thinking about it as I was listening to Chris's episode. I was like, wait, but because I, because we, we, I remember you with with Tom. You talked about your your story, you know, where your dream, right? And he was oh, yeah. he mentioned oh, aliens, yeah, yeah. and I know we That's talked right. about other like alien thing related things with Tom. And then, like I said with with Tito, I know we brought up the Miami thing and oh, yeah. a couple of other things because I remember he even told me like when he heard Tom's episode, he's like, "Hey, we, you know, uh, you talked to him about some of the same some some of the same topics." as as with me and i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah and then like obviously well chris he's part of the northern ireland yeah. ufo society so i was like well that was pretty much all like not all <laughs> ufo but most the ufo i was like we yeah. literally did the whole month of january was almost all uh aliens. you know aliens UFOs. ufos i think the only thing was peggy the doll obviously which oh yeah you know true. wasn't but yeah i i just thought it was funny so, so then, I wanted to, I was going to call, I did not call you out, but I was going to bring it up and I was going to be like, Hey dude, I think we've been doing aliens this entire time. Well, not on purpose. And I specifically tried to not <laughs> pick alien encounters because I was like, no, I'll save it for February. But now I'm just like, well, damn, I should have just picked all these alien encounters and it would have been fine. Yeah. And well, I'm, yeah. I'm now having this vague memory too, uh-huh. that I said something about January being like alien month because it was also like my birth month. But I don't know if we said that when we did Peggy the doll or if I said it in like one, like it may be Tom's episode or something. Uh, you said it, like I said, I think you said it to either Tom or to Chris. You were like, Oh, not January. You said February because you said January or if you said February, we're going to kick it off. No, it was with Chris because, uh, I remember then, uh, you said I'm going to do the uh, the deep dive is going to be alien or UFO related, and then you said, and then you'll be the first uh, interview of the month. And I said, no, you're not. He's not because he's going to be the last one of January. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, there was five Jan- Wednesdays in January, yeah. and I was like, yeah. No, so, but I feel like I said this at the beginning. It's something uh, in the beginning of the month, but I don't know. It's maybe. not important. Yeah, but I only have one alien encounter. The other two are like. What could it be? 
Yeah. Maybe a- actually they're kind of like maybe alien, but uh, or some sort of interdimensional creature being. Yeah, but I have. I have yeah, one. Dude. I have one that's kind of long. Like I'm, I was debating whether to even do it, and I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." Because uh, they go into like this whole thing where they describe a bunch of shit before they actually get to the encounter, and then. They're like, um, they're like, the literally the first thing is like TLDR. I don't do to T uh, what T uh, TLDRs TLDR. because uh, that's just how I like I write my stories. And if you don't like it, you don't oh have to God. read it. I was like, ugh. and like I almost didn't read it just because of that. I, was like, oh, I need to fucking read this. <laughs> yeah. So then I like I read it and uh, yeah. Well, you're like I have to read it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, how many stories do you have? I have three that 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 long one and then uh, two eh, pretty short ones. They're not like super crazy long. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Uh, you can. Okay. I feel like going first. Um, okay. So this one is an Alien Encounters by Miss Dash Puddin. Okay. So she's a Joker and Harley Quinn fan. I guess so. Alright, so this is, back in September of 2020, I had a strange alien encounter one day. I came home from work and went to bed early around 7pm. Suddenly I woke up and I couldn't move as much. The top half of my body, mainly my head, was hanging off the edge of the bed. I started moving my hands a little bit and then slowly lifted my head as I looked up. Uh, I saw two alien figures. They looked like the predators from the movie Predator. I know, right? I'm like, I can take, I feel like I can handle like a little gray alien, but if it looks scary, like Predator, not so much. Fuck that. Yeah. They were huge and they looked about seven feet tall. It felt like everything was moving in slow motion. The top of my head was open and one of the aliens looked like it was performing some type of surgery on me, like an extract or something uh, from my brain. It took them a minute to realize I was watching them. Then the second alien pointed at me. Next thing I know, I was out and woke up moments later. I looked around my room and saw nothing and then felt the top of my head and it was fine. But something still felt off. But at the time, I couldn't tell. I've never told anyone this story, but my sister thinks that it was a dream or a sleep paralysis. But I told her, no, I've had uh, sleep paralysis before. And last time I had it, I was a teenager. And this was different compared to that. I actually felt the alien hands on my head in this situation. It felt too real. I've always been scared to tell anyone uh, what happened because I know people will pass me off as crazy. I'm 23 years old and never experienced anything like this ever in my life. For the past couple of years, I haven't been the same since that day. I gradually started losing memories and have been experiencing severe brain fog. It's been hard to concentrate also. I'm also... It's been hard to concentrate, also experiencing some paranoia. I can't sleep at night for fear that I may see those entities again. I decided to post my story here to see if anyone else has experienced this as well. Um, And then someone said that they had seen the same thing when they were at a hotel in Florida. Mm -hmm. But it was, I guess, just one. And it looked just like he had described, like the predator. Um. And saw it in the room, crossing from one side towards the other to the window. And I couldn't get up from the bed because I was scared. But uh, this was actually the one that I told you. Like, I didn't have anything paranormal to share, but 
because it he talked about uh like them doing surgery on the head it mm-hmm. kind of triggered this memory uh actually at the coffee shop that i was telling you about before we started recording mm-hmm. it was the first time that we went we were sitting outside and i think carlos went to go get you know our, our drinks or something so i was sitting by myself and there is no one around nearby like yes there's people sitting outside but we we were like kind of in this like private table Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I feel like I know you guys can't see but basically like if you're trying to make a big circle with like your fingers or with your hands so your thumbs touching and like your index fingers touching kind of like the diamond dallas page what sure I don't know (laughs) but so like if someone had put their hands up like that and then placed them like on the crown of my head like if someone was putting like a hat or something on my Mm -hmm. head um, and I felt, and it was like a ring, exactly like a ring. Heavy just, is the head that wears the crown. Is that, I don't know. Uh, well, okay. So I, I got that sensation. I felt my hair being pressed down. Uh, my hair, I wasn't, wasn't in a ponytail or anything. Um, and so I laughed and kind of giggled thinking like it was Carlos. weird. I didn't, yeah. Like I didn't know what he was doing, but then it processed like, how would he have done that with coffee in his hands? And then I turned to look like, who was that? Like some random stranger touching me. Like that's how much of a sensation I felt. Like I, mm-hmm. I was like, surely it has to be a person putting something on my head. Um, but like, yeah, nobody was there. We are outside. Um, nobody could have like gone around a corner. Like it was all, like a, a half a second that I had these thoughts. And then I turned, you know. So uh Ooh, I got really cold. Sorry if you guys can hear the shiver in my voice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying that that was paranormal at all, but it was kind of weird. And I don't know mm. what that was. And I've never had that <clears throat> sensation before. So um, I feel like the other option would be that it was a person. And that's even creepier, I think. Um, but... It was, yeah, like I said, it was like if someone had placed, I don't know, like a crown or like a a ring on my head, um, like on the back, I guess, portion, top back portion. But anyway, they were looking into your brain. Well, that's what I was like when he said that they were, you know, searching his brain, like in the back or his back of his head or whatever. It made me think of that. And I was like, oh, what if they did a little scan of my brain? Yeah, I don't know. That was the first story and just like a little random encounter or thing that happened. Yeah, that predator alien would definitely freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Did you see the TikTok or the, I think it was a reel that I sent you on Instagram about no. um, alien? It was an alien thing. Let me see. Uh, it's me when a- the aliens finally abduct me on their, oh, onto their yes. ship, expecting yeah. me to be scared. That one, yeah, we need to post that one With to Borat. The... Yeah. Ooh, King of the Castle, King of the Castle. It's because you sent me another one. Oh, you sent me two. No, I sent you like oh, three. three or four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get on my personal Personal one. Instagram, yeah, you also don't get on Facebook. I don't. Why? Is there something on Facebook I should get? No, nah, I don't think so. Okay. But I'm just, uh, you know, calling you out. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, it's boring. People All right. Crazy stuff. S- yeah. I feel like everybody's saying crazy stuff everywhere now. 
Uh, so the person that I got here is from Reddit. Their username is skibum underscore subi. And, uh, the title is generational spirit. Oh. Hey Reddit. So I got a new one for, for me specifically. Now I've always believed in the paranormal and spiritual though. I've always had been to a degree skeptical. I'm an ardent Christian since I was a kid and was blessed by the Catholic Church when I was a teen and deathly ill. All cured now, though. I recently, a month and a half ago, moved in with my fiance and our two-year-old daughter. Well, mine in every way but blood. Not important, though. So why mention it, my friend? (laughs) We got to talking about this subject and my fiance disclosed her connection with an entity that has the only that has the only form of a very tall, blacker-than-night humanoid figure. His name is Grim. As far as she knows... Oh, sorry, guys. I also needed to preface the, this story by saying, uh, trigger warning, there might be some references or a vague reference to sexual assault. Uh As far as she knows, he's been with her family since her dad was nine when his oldest brother started to abuse him. According to her, it was the kind of abuse that would get you killed if anyone found out. Anyway, he supposedly appeared and followed her father around until she was born and then started to watch over her. And then some life things happened with her mother and father and Grimm bounced between the three of them. Grimm isn't malevolent or evil per se. He just is there. Sometimes moves small things around, think like stuffed animals or cups, but he does mess with people in out of the way techniques that start to abuse my fiance or her mother. So I guess if like somebody starts messing with the mom or his fiance, mm-hmm. uh, he comes out and starts messing with that person that's messing with mm-hmm. them. Gotcha. And then my fiance had her daughter and Grim began watching over her since her bio dad is a complete waste of air. He did some bad things to my fiance many times. Anyway, she's been saying she's been seeing him in our new apartment outside her daughter's room when she goes to help her in the middle of the night, just standing there watching, not touching or anything. We had the conversation come up and I tossed some theories around and we agreed Grim is a protective spirit. Then my fiance said he placed his hand on her shoulder reassuringly. Then he did me. No, I'm not kidding. 100% felt something there. Has anyone else had any experiences like this? Any theories to Grimm's identity? I looked through local John and Jane Doe cases around the time frame my fiancé said he appeared to her father. I'll admit, I've never had any experience or encounter of this kind. I think I saw Wendigo once, but that's a story for another time and a different subreddit. Of course. I mean, I think that you can have like an ancestor that Watches over hangs you. around, yeah, you know, maybe or like a, I don't know, cousin of your parent that you never really met or that like died before you know the people who like died before you even were born, but kind of just stick around. Mm-hmm. If they don't feel that he's, you know, scary, right? I feel like I, I think like they'll be a little freaked out. Well, yeah, I again because it's like one of those things that shouldn't be there, you know, and but it is so that's unsettling but i feel like if you're not getting a malevolent 
vibes. Vibes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the deciding factor is like, okay, yeah, something can make you, can startle you or make you feel uncomfortable, but like, was it actually scary in the sense that like it just looks menacing or it, it gives off that vibe? Boucheau. Let's see. So this one is from the humanoid encounters. This is where I kept getting alien stuff. I was like, should I say it or save it? But I did something else. It it can possibly kind of be aliens, actually. Um but we'll see. I don't know. You you tell me what you think it is. So this is by Aliens. Oh my god. <laughs> Consistent underscore AD1062. Visited in the night and intentionally woken up is the title. Two weeks ago I had visitors in my bedroom. I live on a military base in Maryland. This occurred around three AM. I had no trouble falling Military base, you said? Yeah, a military Aliens. Base. <laughs> well, I I'll, I'll kind of talk about uh, one of the comments in here too. Actually, it was interesting. Okay, so I live on a military base in Maryland, and this occurred around three a.m. I had no trouble falling asleep in the first place that night, but I do remember tracking a white circular light even with my eyes closed right before I nodded off. After the experience, I was awake for probably an hour before getting back to sleep again. So he sees this light, falls back to sleep. Uh, I was sleeping when I felt someone's hand pressing on my butt, left oh. cheek specifically. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I thought it was one of my kids coming into the bed, so I shooed it away and lifted my blanket. <laughs> shooed it away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shooed it away so, and lifted my blanket so whoever it was could crawl in with me. Mm, oh, fuck imagine. that, dude. I know. That's like new fear unlocked if. I'm gonna and then it's a little kids. gray alien, so it just like goes and curls up into your bed with you, and it's like the size of a child. So you're like, "Oh, it's my kid," and you just like hug it. What if it's one of my sons that that one person told me that I had? Remember, he said I had two alien boys and oh, a yeah. girl or some shit. Anyway, then a hand pressed real firm on the same left cheek, like it wanted my attention right at that moment. You know, I got up on one elbow. No kid in the bed. Doors closed. So I'm looking around like, what the? Then, period. There, period. Right there, period. <laughs> right at the foot of my bed, standing four feet tall, unmistakable silhouette, large head, small body, just right there. Bruh, and you're asking, <laughs> is it an alien? Come on. Well, because there's white spotlight in the sky that has that's being tracked. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. Four foot alien. I mean, four well, foot a thing in at the foot of your bed. Alien. Somebody, somebody said it was. Uh, it could be something else, but we'll okay, go ahead. I sat straight up, and when I did, the other one moved. It was right next to me, looking oh, over me. Shit. I didn't notice it when I first turned around, but when I sat up, it moved up and away from me, like it had been hunched over me, its face right next to mine. It had it had to be about seven feet tall, tall and thin, oh, but yeah, tall and thin, but its head was proportionate to its body. So not only do you have like a tiny giant head, small body, four foot creature, but you have a skinny Bigfoot. seven foot tall. Yeah. No, thank you. 
It was dark, so I couldn't see features, just movement and shape. They didn't look solid, like they had this swirly liquid smoke moving across their bodies. I think they were partially cloaking themselves. It looks like in between the liquid smoke, there was nothing, like little swirling liquid windows that I could see the wall and carpet and dresser through. So I'm sitting straight up, looking at the small one, and I wasn't scared, but my senses were all the way up. I think fear might have been trying to creep up, but I didn't want to ruin whatever this moment was about to be. Oh, man. Uh, I like, I honestly, though, like, I like this person. Like, they're like, all right, yeah. like, we're doing this. Like, let's go. Like, what, what am I about to experience? I said, are you really here? In my normal daytime volume voice. And it slowly started to move backwards. It just I goes, I'm not here. This isn't real. It's all no. just a dream. Go back to Go sleep. Back to sleep. And it's doing this the finger its thing. Fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I saw that it lurched I saw that and lurched towards it as fast as I could and stretched my arms out wildly, grabbing to where it was, but I missed it. I watched it phase out of sight, both of them. The whole experience lasted mere seconds. They woke me up, they wanted me to see them. And to know that they were there. Honestly, I feel like it was a gift. It was an absolutely remarkable experience. And I hope they show themselves again. Um, and then the the top comment was, you're being experimented on at the base. Not by aliens, though. Yeah. And, oh, shit. Yeah, right. It'd, yeah. Be fun- it'd also be funny. Like, she's reaching out and it just, like, smacks her hand. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just, like, disappears. Yeah. I mean, someone there, the original poster was like, oh, like that'd be entertaining for sure. And that he'd be like, all right, now let me be the creepy thing in the suit, like that he would want to partake and scare other people. Yeah. Um, and then somebody said, <laughs> my favorite comment was interdimensional booty police. <laughs> um, and then lastly, someone was saying that it's Faye, like definitely Faye or, you know, from the higher realms, like spot on descriptions. I'm like, how do you even know? Because <laughs> um, they've taken very... shrooms and they've seen them. I guess so. Actually, speaking of shrooms, I didn't do them, but uh, I this I, I did this this fair or whatever, right? Um, recently, holistic fair. And this guy came over and he was looking at my artwork and... I can't remember why he brought it up or what he said about, uh, you know, tapping into like that higher consciousness. And he's like, your your art reminds me. Oh, yeah. Because one piece in particular um, that it reminded him of like an ayahuasca trip that he has. He had. And he was like, I'm looking through your art and I can tell that like you're connected. And I was like, I was like, I don't I don't do like, you know stuff like ayahuasca or mushrooms and he's like no no it's just a matter of like some people like to kind of fast track it or like cheat right and kind of skip all these steps but it's about being in a flow state he's like and when you're painting i can definitely see that you're in a flow state and you're tapping into things and i don't know what blah blah, blah. i was like okay yeah totally um but it, that was just it was it was really kind of that was kind of cool to hear but god uh, you're so fucking cool dude shut the fuck up like, I'm not even joking, bro. You're so fucking cool. Shut up. You have all these, like, badass experiences and shit. Just so I jelly. No. But Like, I'm not even being sarcastic. I know I sound sarcastic, but I'm not being sarcastic. Appreciate you. Not a problem. <laughs> all right. So you asked me a question. You asked me 
could it be alien stuff? I'm yes. going to go to my magic eight ball for this. Oh, my God. My magic eight ball says. I forgot what my line was. Anyway, continue. What? I had this whole thing in my head already and I just <laughs> fucked it up. But did you have a magic eight ball? No, dude, I was fucking shaking my shell in oh, my, my Palo Santo. <laughs> it could be like reading runes. You got it. It's like tossing bones in me. You got to toss yeah. the. No, like oh. that's definitely. Oh, it was all signs point to duh. It's fucking aliens, oh. dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. Yeah, that definitely sounded very much alien. Like I honestly, I mean, I guess Faye, I, I wouldn't really know. I, I mean, yeah. I know we talked about, about him before. But that doesn't, for me personally, doesn't read as fake. It definitely reads fucking aliens. Well, see, and but not the, only that, but like two species of aliens. Yeah. Well, they do say that like alien greys are just like, uh, what do I, what do I say? <laughs> when they're half biological but half robot. Um, cyborg. No. I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to say biological. But like, uh, yeah, they're they're almost, I guess, more like ro- robots to do like the larger alien greys mm. bidding kind of thing, uh, like okay. almost like little like droids. Um, so I and I'm I'm almost positive I've heard of other people's, ha- you know, having these experiences where there there are two different sizes of alien, I guess, or different species. But I guess kind of like um, the way the, well, I guess not really. I guess the droid type thing would be more accurate. Because I was going to say like the aliens from Independence Day or even like the little aliens from Men in Black where it would, the alien was small and then it would get into like this exosuit type mm. thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so like the little alien in Men in Black was the old man. Mm-hmm. And... uh in independence day like they're these huge ass fucking aliens but that's actually their like their battle suit their exosuit or whatever and then inside is a smaller similar looking alien. alien yeah 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 i mean yeah i don't know it was because I, i've there's definitely also that theory of what used to be called fave you know back then were actually aliens there is what we call mm. aliens now so yeah, maybe it is Faye in the sense that it's the aliens, or you know, it's kind of the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. That is, I know that I've also heard or other encounters of like alien greys or any aliens that have like big eyes that you almost see. They're not like pitch black, but almost like that swirly smoke that he talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was an interesting detail of him describing, but he said, you know, their whole bodies. So I don't know. That's weird. I mean, or they, cause I, I, they, I thought it was a woman. Uh, I don't know. I, my, my brain always goes masculine for whatever reason. It, I could be reading something and I just assume, or well, automatically call it a he, uh, I don't know if that's sexist of me, but yes, you're <laughs> influenced by the patriarchy, dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just fucking <laughs> Hello. Totally. No, but I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know, because then you know, obviously, the the uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting words today. Skeptic in me mm-hmm. is thinking it was just a a dream. 
Yeah, like he's her. What, what is it when you're waking up from a dream and you still have like sleep hallucination, paralysis? Uh, but no, like hallucinations. It's a type of uh, hallucination that like you wake up and you're still seeing things that aren't actually there. Hypnopomp. Is that is it that? I don't know, but the oh, next story know. that I was about to share, somebody mentions a hypnopompic hypnopompic hallucination. Maybe I don't want to Google it. And it's funny because my it is that. Yeah, it, it yeah. And, well, it's funny because like when you started reading it, I was like, oh fuck, I think we have the same story, but no, it's it's. It's not the same, but it's similar. It also happens in their room in the middle of the night as they're like oh. asleep. Hmm. And they somebody in the comments mentions a hypnopompic uh, hallucination. Oh. And they were like, Google hypnopomp. And I was like, uh, nah, I'm good. Well, I have I have an idea. I, have, I mean, just from the story and what you're saying, I have an idea what yeah. you know it means or whatever. You can use context, context clues. clues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of what I thought that it could be. If if not aliens, I guess, Faye, again, I, I'm not, like you said, super familiar with what they would look like or what they're described to look like other than like a Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, part of me wants to say yeah, that the hallucination or hip, whatever you just said. Um, but he said that he was awake and alert. So how I wonder how long that lasts before it's no longer considered a a what hypnagogic hallucination. Hypnopunk. Hip, hypno. Um, so like psychopomp, but yeah. hypnopomp. Hypnopomp. Okay. Yeah, like so hypno for sleep. Yeah. But yeah. So and then the thing is too, like I was thinking, like a lot of the things that I've seen have been in that kind of like state of kind of going to sleep and like not like dozing kind of you know so but again like yes it's there's a scientific term for it but i don't know i guess maybe that's just me wanting it to be more you know what i mean yeah um get that i just found the tape recorder today too going back because i was thinking like uh one of the times that 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 happened to me was in dad's uh like dining area uh-huh. and i remember i told you like i recorded a certain amount of time you know oh, yeah. on the tape recorder and then fluffy just started going fucking ballistic oh, yeah. well i just found the tape recorder now i just don't know yeah well <laughs> yeah i just have to see if i uh need headphones like to like because i don't think oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to listen um I need to find like wired headphones. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, to put them into the jack. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. So. Be interesting. We find anything. Yeah. All right. So let's get to my hypnopompic yes. hallucination question mark, maybe. <laughs> so, Urban Kitten 71 on Reddit titled their uh their story here visitation and this is also fairly short Hmm. uh okay so last night i woke to strange noises coming from my white noise machine i always have it on the same setting so i'm pretty familiar with it but 
it sounded different, like static dis- disruptions from a radio when you're going in and out of range. I reached up and checked the settings, and it continued. Then I felt like someone was in the room and at the foot of the bed. I kind of freaked out and pulled my feet completely under the covers, even though I was hot. I laid there like I laid there like that for probably 20 minutes, then I heard someone walk through the room, and I thought, oh, thank God, it's my husband getting ready for work. He often sleeps in the other room when he stays up late watching TV. Then he bent over me and put his arms over me and and his head on me like he was kissing me goodbye. I was still completely under the covers, but I moved my hand to let him know I felt him. When I pulled my hand up, there was nothing there. Nobody else in the room. I don't know if this was a spirit or my imagination, but I do know it wasn't a dream. I felt like whatever it was, it didn't have any hostile intentions. I finally fell back asleep, and about an hour or so later, I did hear my husband actually get up and get ready for work. And then that's when the person commented, I believe you had a a hypnopompic hallucination. Google hypnopompic. These can be tactile, visual, and audio. Uh, Audio? Is that a word? uh, No, I don't think so. (laughs) Or audio. Audio is a word relating to or perceived through the sense of hearing. Oh, wow. Well, we're stupid, I guess. (laughs) Uh, It's one of those words. That's why you should read books, children. Yes, that too. Increase your vocabulary. But I was like, it sounded like one of those words that like, it's an actual word, but you say it so many times over and over in your head. You're like, is that how you say it? Is that even a word? Yeah, because the first time I read it, I didn't even question it. But then like I was reading it right now, I was like, "Mm, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Audio. I mean, yeah, it still doesn't to me, but yes. Okay. Dictionary says so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't Thanks know. for making me sound stupid, dictionary. <laughs> it's the dictionary's fault, guys. Uh, yeah, I, I guess going skef- skeptic brain, I get the same thing with the hallucination, but I don't know. I guess at least it wasn't Gary, I feel like if it felt like your husband, it was probably your husband, unless she, I'm curious if she's lost anybody family-wise recently that would be coming to visit, but. Mm-hmm. My only thing, my only thing with, with that, you know, again, going back to that is like in my case, a couple of the times I've described people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, granted, one of the times I described someone who I have seen pictures of before, but the other time I described somebody who I had never seen a picture of until after I described that person, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. I mean, there's that. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's why, I, like, that's why I say, like, I, I, it's good for the skepticism. It's good to have skepticism and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, when people are like, oh, well, science says this. And I was like, well, science says a lot of things a lot of times. And then the more science comes out later. And, you know, um, again, granted that uh, if you uh, if you all got a chance to listen to that Enfield uh, documentary, there was a lady on there who said that when she was younger, she was part of the that. cyclical research society. I always forget the name. Um, but that 
for part of her, I, I don't know if it was for for her PhD or what it was, she was doing some like experiments and stuff like that, trying to, you know, prove, um, I think it was things with mediumship or like, I forget what it was, but she said the further, like she tried to prove things or the more she tried to prove things, like the fur, like the more she kind of disproved it. She was like, okay, yeah. there's no relation to this. It was like us with Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> Being so excited. And then as it, we read, I was like, oh, no. I don't think Chupacabra is real. Yeah. So that kind of like, like makes me feel discouraged in a way because I'm like, well, I guess if we just do this enough, maybe we'll all just kind of, you know, disprove things rather than prove things. I don't think so. Because if it's there, it's there. Like, it, I mean, yeah, I, I think that there's a, a lot of things that can be disproved, but I, I definitely think that there are things out there that are still waiting to mm-hmm. be proved and some that probably will never be proved. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that it means that there's nothing, mm-hmm. you know, too much weird shit goes on because then it could just, then the other story is that it's just going to be some crazy conspiracy and we're all living in the matrix, which is that not still super crazy? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I think dying and there being nothing after would probably be more shocking than anything. Yeah. Which I don't think is the case. Yeah. It's funny too, because um, my, uh, my patient was watching some YouTube videos and uh in one of the youtubers that he was watching was doing like ghost hunting i guess at the whaling house Mm, uh it was like there's a courtroom in there and stuff like that i think there's whaling but i was also thinking of the way lee but maybe it's it's whaley i don't think so i don't know maybe it's whaling i I can't remember the name but it's either whaling or whaley it's something w-h-a-l uh, there's the there's a courtroom in the house like it was like they used to hang people there and stuff and a little apparently a little girl died like a two I think she was like two or three yeah Whaley um, House Museum in San Diego Whaley House California. okay mm-hmm. yeah 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 so it was Whaley House all right so he was watching that and they were in there and the guy was like talking about how he downloaded some uh, ghost hunting apps like uh, an SSL I think it's SSL SLS SLS camera or oh. like uh, app. Yeah. The one that does the stick figures. Stick figures, yeah. Yeah. So he was going through different uh, different parts of the the house, and he was doing it, and we're watching, right? And I'm into this one because it's it's something you know I I like you know a topic I like, and uh, he was pointing the camera in this specific room, and the like a figure kept like blinking on the sofa mm-hmm. and so they're like f- kind of freaking out in the video and my patient's like oh you know this and that and i was like uh you know it's probably not anything because if you notice the the light in the room the little bolt like there's a light fixture in there and it's kind of like not completely going out and blinking yeah. but it's it's blinking kind of like pulsating a little bit yeah. and every time like the stick figure pops up 
the um, the light is pulsating a little bit harder like it's brighter so yeah it could be like forming some kind of shadow shadow or something that the you know the app is picking up and then later on they are in the room supposedly where the little girl like died or close to it and they're pointing over to a stove like or a furnace type thing that's on the floor and it's got a little chimney and there's like this two three foot stick figure next to the stove and they're like oh is it the little girl and i was like um and then i told them i told my patient i was like uh it's probably nothing it's probably just picking up again like this silhouette figure or something that's not necessarily there um but just because of the way the shadows are created like it's probably for like you know forming something uh and then they started noticing like when they would pass by the the chairs like they had these like um things sticking up on the top of the chair like where you could grab it i guess and like move it okay um sorry i just hit my mic there um and then so when they would put it on there like it would form a little stick figure so then when they were doing that off in the distance in one of the other rooms it kind of like it looked like there was a stick figure standing in the standing in the doorway Mm-hmm. and then he and then so they start freaking out because they're like oh there's a you know figure over there and i told him pause it and i said okay look this is what's and so i was like every time like something yeah. was happening i was like breaking it down and telling him yeah. why it wasn't anything when they were freaking out in the video saying that it was and then what pissed what did kind of like get me upset was the the girl that comes out in the video or one of the girls that was like he was like collaborating with mm-hmm. is like a psychic medium she's a younger Uh girl but Uh she i think she has a youtube channel she's like a psychic medium and stuff like that so it kind of made me upset that she was kind of going along with it you know what i mean like or if you know like i I get it you want views and stuff but if you're if you're trying to be legit like yeah be legit you know just discrediting herself by yes Mm -hmm. going along with that yeah yeah, so I mean, and and I mean, I I genuinely feel like because then they did try to do some stuff where like they were they had an obvious I think it's called, um, where it would generate random words and mm. um, they did it in the Whaley House and then they went to like a subway and it did give a couple different words but it was giving some of the same words as back in the the the, the house so mm. like ah this app might not be that great. Yeah, you know, and even the SLS one, he said because of what it was doing with the chair, he said it probably isn't a good app. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this other one that he used that was like ten bucks, and I was like, yeah, I'm not paying ten bucks for a fucking app on my phone to go yeah. send. Um, so like there were things where they were kind of like, ah, oh, you know, this stuff might not be completely accurate, but just the reactions that they were having to certain things, and the girl, you know, didn't really. Either be like, no, I don't really see or f- think anything's going. I don't know. It just, I yeah. felt like she kind of discredited herself more than, you know, more than anything. Mm-hmm. But that just might be my, that just might <laughs> be me and my own thing. But yeah, no, it was kind of fun. Yeah. I think, I think you need to, like you said, especially if she plans on being professional or anything and, or for people to take her seriously, like, like if I wanted to become a well-known or like a respected paranormal investigator, I would go with like taps, not ghost adventures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's kind of that, like we, 
do you want to be part of like a sensationalized version of what you're trying to do professionally or do you want to be like legit? Yeah. And so, but yeah, I get that. Okay. Ready for my third and final story? Yeah. By uh, Pickle Dash Back Dash Mountain. Pickle Back Mountain. It's called I'm Being Stalked. Uh, I don't know what it is. I lived in the same house for the last 18 years, and it's only gotten worse. I live in an old coal mining town in Pennsylvania. I know my house is haunted, but I believe that to be beside the point. Really? (laughs) Something is stalking my family. The first encounter I had was in the early 2010s. I heard my name being called repeatedly from far away, and it sounded like my friend. started walking towards home and turned back because I felt like I was being watched. I saw a dark humanoid figure that was at least seven to eight feet tall. I ran home. Things were fairly quiet as far as I can remember up until the last few years. Recently, things have been amping up. It started as rustling in the woods and the feeling of being watched. Next came the deer. So many deer. There was one I recall seeing multiple times in the same spot for a few days on my way home that just didn't look right. The most recent encounters has left me researching what to do. Two nights ago, my mom saw a pale white face with glowing eyes pressed against the front window. She said she froze in fear and didn't know what to do. Tonight, I got home after dark and I walked towards my house. Seconds after I locked my car, I heard a blood-curdling scream coming from the train tracks, followed by a very calm voice yelling, help me, very loudly. Calm voice yelling, help me? How do you calmly yell, help me? Okay. Uh, I froze in fear. I was going to do it, but it's going to get, it would be loud. Oh, don't do it. (laughs) I froze in fear for a solid 15 seconds just listening. I slowly walked up to my porch steps just listening to two different voices screaming, one frantic and screeching while the other was calm and just called out to help me. I yelled in the front door for my mom because the frantic voice sounded vaguely like my youngest sister, but I thought maybe she was just messing around. When she came outside, it grew quiet and the frantic voice had stopped. We heard help me one or two more times, faintly, and then nothing. My sister was at a friend's house and it wasn't her. We went to pick up dinner and there were deer everywhere. Now, this isn't uncommon for Pennsylvania to see a ton of deer, but like I said before, these ones, like, but like I said before, these ones were weird. They stared right at you and didn't run from the car, even if they were in the middle of the road. Someone, please tell me what the fuck is going on. What are these things? Um, and so, someone in the comments said uh, cra- uh, crawler, and. I don't know that I've ever heard of a crawler before, and it mm. honestly sounds like creepy pasta to me, not like anything legit. Yeah. Um, uh, there's uh, yeah, and this and, and multiple people kept calling them crawlers or mimics, and that they live in the forest. That they apparently they they shape shift and uh, mimic human voices of like you know a friend or a loved one. They've been known to have a shrill scream as well as someone yelling, help me, help me. And they also have the ability to take the form of a friend or loved one. So if you ever hear a friend Oh, dude, one, don't fucking Google the crawler creepypasta. <laughs> I can imagine. Don't do it. I'll wait until maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll have to use that for this episode cover. 
cover photo. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, no. Why am I still looking at it? I don't know. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, I can't get it out of my fucking head. <laughs> I'm so curious now, but I'm, I'm going to wait until tomorrow. Uh, dude, I got chills, bro. I mean, uh, people are probably going to look at Google and be like, the fuck are you so creeped out about? But, dude, yeah. oh, just, yeah. That's funny. Well, I and I, I just wanted to read this last part of uh, one of the comments because they, uh, I guess, also thought it was some sort of shapeshifter, but one of the comments said that uh, says when I was a kid, I grew up in New York City and knew some Santeria practitioners. I heard a story from one girl who said that their family would have quote unquote parties, aka rituals, and make the kids stay in the bedroom upstairs while this went on. Okay, so orgies. <laughs> I didn't think that until I saw you flinch and make a face when I said that sentence, and I was like, oh my god, because wait until I. Yeah, finish. One night, this girl decided to play quote unquote soldier uh, with her cousins, and she was selected to do recon, a recon mission, and see what the adults were doing. She crept to the top of the stairs and saw her family members dancing backwards, naked, and her favorite aunt looked like she was transforming into a creature. The girl was terrified and ran back to the room and never peeked on the activities again. Um, but it's they just an orgasm. Uh, yeah, that's why I was like, I, I didn't, my brain did not go there until I saw you react when I read that again. I was like, wait, and then it hit me. But um, that's hilarious. But it's gross if it's all family. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't want to Google crawler, but maybe that's, I'll Google it tomorrow morning when it's daylight. And that can be if it's worth uh, doing a deep dive or something. But it. Is it a creepy pasta? Did you find that out? Or you just I, I literally had to write the crawler creepy pasta. Oh, okay. For it to come out? Uh I put actually no, I typed in crawler creepy pasta. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'll Google it later and see what's up there. But yeah. Yeah. And like message me the picture to see if it's what I saw. Because if it's the one I saw, that shit is ugh. If I saw that shit in the at night. Is it like humanoid, like a person standing on two feet or four it's feet? It's crawling. It's like oh it's no, like, you know, I don't, I don't even want to imagine it. I don't think <laughs> it's humanoid, but it's it's like the typical like all fours type crawling uh, okay. motion thing. Yeah, that's disturbing. I can. Yeah, I'm gonna Google be really tomorrow. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm don't gonna be really tonight. really scared if. What I'm imagining is like I'm gonna type in crawler and it's gonna be like that first picture that pops up. How crazy would that be? I'm kind of curious as what you're as to what you're imagining. I mean, I guess kind of that. No, I feel like I'm gonna start saying it and you're gonna say no. But I'm getting like whites, grays, blacks, and then like a pop of red. Uh, I don't know, like the hands or legs, like would be like almost like they're like dipped in black, like or just darker, like dirty mm. compared to the rest of the body. I don't know. Probably not describing it. You you got the whites and black. I mean, there's no black on it, but it's a black background and it's definitely oh. like white and yeah. We'll see. Probably not. Okay. What about the head? Bald. Yeah. Um 
lacks features. Like it's not really yeah. <laughs> black yeah. eyes. Then I guess what color? No, is that? they're white eyes. Oh, white eyes also. Okay, yeah. I thought red, but no. Yeah, I mean you're okay. close. You're pretty yeah. pretty spot on. Okay, it's fucking That's disturbing. Good. Yeah. I kind of want to Google it again. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Just like torture yourself. Yeah, I don't Uh, know. That's funny. It's like Um, they say in Spanish, me gusta la mala vida. Oh, okay. So this is not in your bush is is the name of the user on Reddit. And the thing is the very odd house. TLDR version. I don't do short pieces. Sorry. I roll, but okay. I like. Oh, this. that's 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 the one that's that you a, said. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, but I'm sharing it anyway. It's like your story. So, good. background: back in the '80s, my dad had a heart attack, which put us in a bit of a financial bind, and things were tight for a while. After an aggressive bill collector got my dad worked up again, he had another heart attack. And mm. long story short, we ended up losing our house. So you do do TLDRs, right? <laughs> Outside of a brief transitional period when we relocated to another state for the first time in my life, we were no longer homeowners and money was extremely tight. I have also I have absolutely no idea how many parents came in contact with the person who'd set us up with our next residence, but eventually they'd find us a new house uh, we could rent on our budget or a building that could act as a house at, at any rate. The house, in quotations. From the outside, it did look like a house, mostly. We were living in a small southern town, which at one point had been considered a very large southern town, but not for a good 50 years. And the building in question had most likely been built between sometime between 1910 and 1930. There were a few theories to what this basically abandoned building used to be. One being it might have been a small shipping company with bedrooms to accommodate drivers overnight. My father suspected at one point it had been a type of company-owned boarding house where two people could live together. Each would have a side where they would have their own individual offices and bedrooms, then share a kitchen and a living room area. It was also built in a lot right next to a large brick lumber yard. It's possible that at one time it was connected to that business. The house was a large square, divided into three equal sections. In the middle was a large living room area, a kitchen with a bathroom attached. On either side of that were three more rooms, one medium, one small, and one large, proper bedroom with a private bathroom. I have no idea what it was used for before or how long it had sat empty, easily at least 10 years, properly long, probably longer. It was in rough condition. The deal my parents had made with our new landowner was we would handle the cleaning, oh, sorry, landlord. We would handle the cleaning and the manual labor to fix the place up, and they would supply the bare materials needed. It needed a lot of work. It was during summer, during summer break for weeks, we would put in 12-hour days cleaning, fixing, painting, and repairing the house before returning to the house we were losing. Exhausted. It had been sitting so long that everything had to be scrubbed before we could even put a paint of coat down. The dust and grime was so thick you couldn't just paint over it. All the rooms were covered with the ugliest, faded, most out-of-date wallpaper you could imagine, probably probably from the 50s or 60s. 
the three-dimensional type with the fuzzy textures. We put up wood paneling over it, and it was a dramatic improvement. After weeks of work overlooking the really weird layout, we had a fairly homey-feeling residence all to ourselves. If you overlook that massive weirdness in my room. Ooh, getting hints of the spookiness. The screen windows. Okay, so this is kind of weird. This was the first thing I noticed, and it creeped me out for a reason I couldn't describe. All of my screen windows were covered with bobby pins. The screen windows were old, the likes I'd never seen in my life. Thick, solid wood frames covered with chipping black paint. The metal mesh wasn't anything like we were accustomed to in the modern age. Easily twice as thick, probably more, and made from an alloy that wasn't weatherproof. They were all rusty. But on each window screen, there were almost there were at least 20 to 30 bobby pins inserted into them. If it, if it had just been lower down, I would have thought a bored little girl put them there. But they were all over the whole screen. Even an, even an adult would have, had, would have needed a ladder to insert the higher up ones. There was no discernible pattern that I could recognize. All I knew is that it seemed to be very deliberate. It wasn't something done on a whim or out of boredom. My room was the only one that had bobby pins on the screen on the screen windows. In fact, everything I described was unique to my room. The bedroom on the opposite side had none of these anomalies. The windows. The windows were nailed shut. All of them. Five or six nails per window. I don't know why. It turns out that the windows had been painted over enough times that even when I pulled the nails out, I was still unable to open the window. They were glued shut with paint. Whoever had stayed there at one point, though, really didn't want anything coming in through a window. This included the bathroom window. The bathroom window wasn't even a half a window, and it was so high you could barely see out of it. Since the building was built up on the concrete blocks, from the outside the bathroom window was at least six feet off the ground. Even if you could fit through it, you'd need a fairly tall ladder to access it. Nonetheless, it was nailed shut. Again only in my room. No other windows were nailed shut in the house. Hmm. The bathroom. Huh? I wouldn't want to be sleeping there. I'd be like, I need a different room. It's like the creepiest room of the house. Yeah. It was, it's interesting because the way they were describing it too, dude, it it kind of almost reminded me of the house that dad had in Rancho Viejo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because each of those rooms had like an entry from, the outside also and it was like basically the entryway was turned into a closet Uh, okay so like you go into the closet and there was a wall there but it should have led out to a door yeah but yeah and there was like there was that room and then there was a room on the other side and in the middle was the living room bath or kitchen and and then their loft bedroom upstairs yeah um bathroom yeah the bathroom all original fixtures the bathtub was exactly that an old school 1920s standalone porcelain bathtub complete with little feet the most offsetting part of the bathroom though was a sliding lock it wasn't inside the bathroom like you would expect there was no lock inside the bathroom for privacy but the biggest sliding lock in the whole house was on the outside of my bathroom 
as if someone was so afraid that something was going to come for them that they needed an extra layer of protection on top of having the window nailed shut. And yes, it did cross my mind that maybe it was being used to lock someone into the bathroom, but that didn't make sense. If they needed to, they could just break the window and escape that way. The other bathroom, the other two bathrooms in the house had hook locks on the inside, like you'd expect for privacy. The closets. Both bedrooms had two closets each in them. One smaller closet that just was just big enough for our hanging clothes and a slightly larger storage closet. It's all about to get a lot weirder, a whole lot weirder. Nothing was odd about the smaller closet. There was a there was a lot going on with the other one though. It was a decent sized closet, large enough you could walk into it. It was big enough to fit my dresser and a rack of bookshelves above it on one side. The other side had a, a deep set wood sh- uh, they had deep set wood shelves that were large enough to hold a full old school stereo system, which is what I used them for. Outside of bobby pins, the next thing I noticed was the doorknob to this closet was different than every other one in the house. All the other knobs were round and made of tin, lead, bronze, I don't know, whatever old doorknobs are made of. This one was painted white and oddly shaped. I had a suspicion and after testing my theory, sure enough, it was a crystal or cut glass knob. The door could not be opened from inside and let the ba- and like the bathroom, there was a sliding lock on this closet's door. Inside the closet was the weirdest part, the picture. The picture was adhered to a large, smooth, round, rounded edge square of glass. I believe it was made to be a paperweight. The glass was at least an inch thick and had some weight to it. The picture was a black and white image of a couple from probably the 30s or 40s. It could have been a man with his wife, a father with his adult daughter, or even a grandfather and his middle-aged daughter. I don't know. Because a part of the photo that had their heads in it had been sliced off. One long, straight, and even, slightly diagonal cut with cut with most likely a razor had sliced their heads clean off. Jeez. While a very large part of me wanted to throw the picture away, something told me I shouldn't. It was very literally the only thing left in the house, and apparently a number of other people had made the same decision. Just leave the creepy photo where you found it, because someone put it there for a reason. I stashed it in the back of the closet where I found where I found it and tried not to think about it. The encounter. I'm going to skip all the could have been my imagination encounters that happened when we finally moved in, all the bumps in the night, all the feelings of something else being in the room with me, the sudden cold spots like something walked through you. Hell, even the sound of a closet door creaking open, even though that was witnessed by a friend spending the night. Or even the night I woke up in the very distinct sound of breaking glass, but couldn't find anything broken in the room afterwards. I can dismiss as a teenager's overreactive imagination. Overactive, sorry. I'm just going to cover the one. There's no way that was my imagination event. Prior to moving in, we had raised large dogs. Since we were moving into an unfenced smaller property, we had put our dogs down just kidding they put them up for adoption Uh, why did you do that (laughs) they put them up for adoption so they could have the room they needed to move around they were given to friends of the family 
it was probably harder on us than the dogs. They had a nice yard and were take well taken care of. A month or two and a number of strange encounters later, I get into bed one night. It it had to be fall, probably late September or October. I get under the blankets and immediately feel my cat jump on my bed and curl up next to my feet. I hear the door creak open slightly and my eyes narrow. It was most likely my mom's dog coming into my room to go potty on my rug. I shifted myself into hunting position. I have a th- I have thick curtains and there's not a lot of light in the room at night. I'm going off sound and I wait until I'm sure I'm hearing the dog reaching my rug. I can still feel my cat against my feet. Once I hear the movement close enough, I lurch down and snatch the barely visible shadow figure on my rug with an I got you, you little shit. I'm met with a confused meow. And I realized I wasn't grabbing my mom's dog. I was scooping up my own cat. Oh, who was on the bed? Then what's at the foot of my bed against my foot? I already have my cat in my arms. I fly out of my bed, clutching my cat, and I scramble through my room in the dark and through and throw the light switch. Nothing. Just me and my cat. Nothing on the bed at all. I go and I sleep on the couch. There was no way I was going back into that room. There's absolutely no mistaking or imagining the weight of something jumping on the bed near your feet, let alone the pressure of it pressing against you. Something had been in the bed with me, but my cat obviously came in after the fact. I'd heard that door open and tracked the sound of the movement in the dark, thinking it was my mom's dog, the only other animal in the house. But when the lights came up, there were only two of us, even though I know I could feel something against my feet after I had put my cat, after I had my cat in my hands. After a while, the activity would almost completely stop, leaving just a general creepy vibe. I'd never talked directly to my mother about any of this because I didn't want her to blame it on the music I was listening to or other or the games I was playing. Other Gen Xers will have a better idea of the general attitude towards certain bands or Dungeons or Dragons in the 80s. Six or so months in, mom did some unu- something unusual. She decided to have the house blessed again with a different church. I wasn't there for the first blessing, but I was there for the second. I followed behind them, curious to see how they reacted to uh, how they'd react when they hit my room. <clears throat> it was a different pastor and three or four members of the church. They would walk into each room and instantly, and instead of holy water, the pastor was anointing the corner of each room with olive oil. Maybe it was because of all the heavy metal posters, but I found it amusing that the whole group of them became visibly uncomfortable as soon as they hit my room. The prayers got faster and shorter. He only anointed two of the corners, two of the four corners, and they scampered out as quickly as they could. This always stuck with me, though. The olive oil he touched all the corners with in the other rooms eventually evaporated or were absorbed without a trace, except one corner of my room. In only that one spot, it left a fingerprint-shaped stain in the wood paneling that was still that may still be there to this day. I can vouch it lasted for at least seven years afterwards. No idea why, but it reacted differently in my room than it had in all the other rooms in the house. 
I pulled it up on Google Maps and it looks like it was a southeast corner of the room in case anyone has a theory about that. Then one commenter said, nice read, very interesting. Another commenter said, I actually read every word. I admire your style. The room seems to be set up in a manner once used to incarcerate someone mentally disturbed, once a common treatment. The bobby pins are similar to the usage of a lock of hair being used to block passage of spirits in either direction. On the other hand, windows nailed shut. Uh, those would stop physical uh, egress. God's going fucking crazy outside. <laughs> the lack of nails in the restroom might be an indication of a shorter person being detained. Yes, you do have a full a guest full time in your bedroom. The people trying to mm-hmm. bless the room. The incident with the cat as well as the feeling of the space would har- uh, be hard to ignore. I cannot suggest any solution. I would add a crucifix to the east wall as well as one over the door. Good luck. God bless. Uh, and then that person says the about the bobby pins, the original poster, sorry. One thing that I always wondered about the bobby pins was if they were in the original position or not. They just seem to be hanging there, but they may have just shifted down over time. I suspect they look completely different at one time. Anyway, I think the that last person, uh, I don't agree with them at all. Um, I don't think it was used to house uh, somebody, you know, mental. Yeah. Because again, the person said that the locks were on the inside of the room. I mean, again, unless you're locking them in the bathroom, what I think it was or could have been rather is I'd never heard about the bobby pins with the hair. That might be a thing, Um, you know, or if they're saying it's a thing, you know, I'm not familiar with it. It could be. Um, But I, what I was thinking once I like read everything, was somebody had a similar situation or they had like, they kept having experiences where the, they would hear the door open, the, like the, the closet door open, yeah. or they would feel like somebody coming in. And uh, so what I'm assuming the person who was there previously did was they put locks on the outside so that they could lock the door, like the bathroom door from, you know, the not side. the inside of the bathroom, but from the outside to keep anything from being able to come in from, the bathroom yeah. or the closet, keeping it for coming in from the closet or the windows, sealing sense. all the windows yeah. so that nobody would come in through the windows. Yeah. So they were basically locking themselves into the room yeah. and keeping anything from coming into the room rather than keeping anything from going out type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so, it's pretty extreme, but I mean, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it could be that they had just so many experiences and were just like, I don't know what the fuck to do anymore. That they figured if I, you know, lock everything up, I'll stop mm-hmm. hearing. Maybe the windows were opening or some shit. And they're just like, I'm just going to fucking like, yeah, you know, nail these shut so that they can't open anymore. Yeah. No, that's true. I can see that. Well, that was it. Sorry, like, that was extremely tough. long. <laughs> there is a lot of detail as far as the house. I mean, like, I know, I understand that it kind of adds to the building up of the creepiness mm-hmm. of everything, which honestly was kind of a letdown because I, I was expecting more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but, but it's still, like, I don't know, because, fine, was it a spirit that was sitting at the end of the bed, or was it just kind of like a, a memory, like a of the cat having done that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like a stone tape theory yeah um, kind of thing so i don't know I, I would hope that it wasn't a ghost but 
I guess if they feel that there's like spooky stuff that's been going on and whatnot, then. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of like expecting something like way crazier. I still thought it was kind of like a oh shit type of thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, but I also do kind of wish that instead of giving so much, so many details about like the house and stuff, they would have like talked more about other experiences in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, guys, if you'd like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media, so make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening sites such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you all want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in Spanish, we'll translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you? Do you?